From the rugby field to the rotary shed, it's the Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold Sport. Well, off we go to the land of hope and glory. Catch up with Johnny Norman, our UK correspondent. Uh, hope we find you well this evening over there. John, good morning. Yeah, always well, BK. Always well, especially when I don't have to get up at 2am, which, of course, <laughs> I have been doing for the last three weeks, um, uh, commentating, reporting, covering, producing, whatever you want to call it, um, India versus England. And uh, dare I say it, for the oh. first time in about 18 months, there's a little bit of pressure on Basball. There's a little bit of uh, consternation about the methods. Uh, there's some doubters out there. Uh, England succumbed to their second worst defeat in the history of Test cricket by runs, losing by a whopping 434 yeah. of them to India. Yeah. Uh, when you consider that at the end of day two, and this was a four-day Test match, some people had them as favourites. I wouldn't really? go that far, but they were certainly <laughs> in a really, really good position. But uh, despite the fact that Ravishandra Ashwin had to walk away from the test match, he had a family issue he had to address. So effectively, they were a bowler down. Uh, England managed to lose uh, eight wickets in a blink of an eye. And then before you knew it, uh, India doled out the, the mother of all whoopings. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's been, some, uh, there's been some pretty negative headlines in this part of the world for the last two or three days. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. How has it gone down in cricket circles over there? Well, it's kind of split. I mean, I'm not sure if you've seen Joe Root's dismissal, the method of it. If you haven't, and you remember how he got out to Neil Wagner in the first innings of the first Test match in the lovely uh, Mount Monganui Stadium <laughs> last year, um, you'll know exactly what he did. It was a reverse, an attempted yeah. reverse paddle uh, to a fast bowler, but instead of clearing uh, second slip, it went straight to him. Uh, the problem for England was, unlike at the Mount. Um, they collapsed in an absolute heap after he did it. Johnny Bairstow went four balls later, and that was as good as it got, really. So, um, yeah, there's a bit of consternation. Um, Shill Berry, who's watched and seen and followed more Test cricket than pretty much anyone on this planet, labelled it the worst shot in the history of Test cricket in his uh, Daily Telegraph article. So that gives you an idea of just how bad uh, some of the uh, reaction has been. But the other side of things, the other side of the coin is that people say look this is the kind of cricket that's kept us so entertained for the last 18 months and if you start telling people that they can't go out there and you know try these things then you know what's the point yeah. so uh yeah it's it's great to have that debate out there it's cricket certainly dominating um public consciousness when it comes to sport at the moment so that that can only be a good thing Next test starts on Friday. England may get a little bit of a break because I see Boomer's, uh he's not going to uh, be there. They're fast bowler. Yeah, I mean, and what a, what a bowler he is across mm. all three formats. He's provided, you know, a real problem for England. Joe Root, I think, has got out to him eight or nine times now in, in his career. Um, and uh, he's, he's masterful in these conditions. I mean... If you're a glass half full kind of man, you'd say it's a good thing that Jasper Brumra is missing the test match. If you're a glass half empty kind of guy, then you might be fearing that it's going to be a real turning track. It might not need Brumra. So um, we shall see. We mm. shall see. But 2-1 down with two to play. England are just going to have to pray that they win the toss this time. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, let's move on to footy now and to Arsenal with another impressive display. 
They're really, really impressing at the moment. They they just swatted Burnley aside at the weekend. They went up to Turf Moor and uh, they, they run havoc. I mean, it only seems like yesterday that we were speaking about them doing the same thing to West Ham. Um, so two big, big wins, two 5-0 wins on the road against traditionally tricky opponents. So that bodes well for them. Uh, got a big match actually happening tonight in the Premier League. Manchester City taking on Brentford. Uh, Brentford, who were on a bit of a horror run. They've only won two games in 12, but they've actually won two of their last five. Um, but that's going to be a big ask for Brentford. Uh, Manchester City win today and they will go second. And it will mean that all te- all the top three teams that have played equal amount of games and there'll be two points separating them. Wow. So uh, with Liverpool uh, picking up a win at the weekend as well, although they've they've got a few injury problems. Diego Jota has been ruled out for a few months and uh, their keeper, uh, Alisson, has got a hamstring injury. So he missed the win against Brentford at the weekend and it's possibly going to miss another couple. But yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a terrific, terrific title challenge as things go. Um, just have, just got to hope. Um, did you know, I don't know if you know this, but I'm, I think I'm right in saying that Manchester City have reeled off 12 successive wins wow. in their last four seasons. They've won the Premier League the last four seasons and they've uh, doled out 12 successive wins in each season. So they do that again. And good luck Liverpool and Arsenal to, uh, to hang on to their coattails. But middle of February and uh, we've got a three... Uh, horse race to the title. You can't ask so much more than that. No, absolutely. We've got cricket to look forward to here uh, tonight. We've got Australia playing New Zealand in the T20 uh, series. So that'll be great, won't it? Oh, yeah. I see that David Warner's making friends as uh, as ever. <laughs> it didn't take him long to ruffle a few feathers on his arrival uh, on your shores. Um, but, yeah, I mean, look, you've got three T20s, I think, and then yes. you've got those two test matches. Yeah. So. Certainly, the uh, the T twenties are quite a good time for us here in England. It's about half five in the morning, so that'll go through breakfast. But it's nice. all about the test matches. Let's just hope that weather stays clear. Good on you, John. Nice to catch up, mate. We'll do it again next week. Have a great week. Yep, and you too, BK. Hope the sun is shining. I'll chat to you in seven. It is indeed, Johnny Norman, our UK correspondent here on Gold Sport. One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to The Parenting Hangover. It's not scary at all. If I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl, and I'm like, oh, boy, girl, snip. You've got a boy. You've got a girl. Get the snip. You're done. You get to figure out what it's like raising a girl. You get to figure out what it's like raising a boy. Save yourself a ton of stress and money. You've got your perfect little family. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.